I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Ed Egros and Joe Ostrowski here with you with one last look at Heisman bets. It's not really the preseason in college football, but in a way it feels that way because not everybody has played a game yet. So let's look at how things stand with Heisman betting and any kind of early insights that we may want to share with you. Uh, Speaking of insights, BetMGM has some as far as what the public is doing pertaining to the Heisman Trophy. When it comes to line movement, Caleb Williams, the favorite, has gone from 5-1 to to now plus 475. So, you know, there are plenty of folks out there who feel like the Caleb Williams can be the second player ever to repeat as a Heisman Trophy winner. Jaden Daniels out of LSU has gone from 16 to 1 down to 10 to 1. J.J. McCarthy out of Michigan from 25 to 1 down to 16 to 1. Joe Milton out of Tennessee from 20 to 1 up to 25 to 1. So that's moving in the other direction. As far as these line movements go, Joe, anything stand out to you? Mm, what stands out to me is I will bet against the back-to-back. I know everybody's thinking it's going to be Caleb Williams, but I will bet against it uh, 100% of the time. You know, here's an interesting angle kind of uh, just branching out before uh, we we get into the plays that we like for this. I find it interesting in the future how this is going to be handled because I think anybody that follows this market understands you look at quarterbacks, you look at quarterbacks on teams – that you project to be in the playoff or have a decent chance at making the playoff. How does that change in the expanded playoff next year? Is, is that still going to be the criteria? But then you've got this large group of quarterbacks that are in it, or do you need to be a top four, top five seed? When a comp, like how, I, I'm really curious once we go to this totally different format, a bigger change than we've ever seen in college football, how it's going to change things. What, what is your gut on that and, and how it's going to change in a year from now with how we handicap this award? It will be a little bit tougher, and I wouldn't be surprised if I look at, say, preseason odds and go, I don't like any of this because I think more players will be in contention and it will be right. a much wider open race down the stretch of the regular season that is a possibility but I also think that say like a Lamar Jackson for instance when he was out of Louisville a team that really was never in contention for the national Mm -hmm. championship but he was just that much better than everybody else I don't know if that can ever happen again with an expanded playoff I think you almost have to be uh, if not you absolutely have to be in that top 12 So in that respect, I think there's less room for creativity. But I also think that at least in this first year, it could be a good bit more wide open. Because look, when I look at 
the guys I'm considering seriously, all of them are on teams that have a chance to make the college football playoff. I don't have, say, a quarterback who is highly touted, a five-star coming out of high school, but I know that team can't win the conference. But that quarterback is going to be a focal point. I don't really go that route. They might be a finalist, and if we're betting on Heisman finalists, then yeah, things are much more wide open there. But when it comes to who I think can actually win this thing, they are part of playoff contenders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's interesting. I, I'd have to look back where we were going into the bowl games. But yeah, you're right. I don't think we'll ever see that again now. It's, it's like bare minimum requirement that you have to be in the playoff. And that Louisville team would not have made the playoff in, uh, you know, the AP poll, AP poll is not uh, the way to look at it. But I was just looking at the final standings. They were outside the top 20 that year. That, that is going to be an outlier that we point to. Um, if you look at the last 23 Heisman winners, we can point to the outlier that is non-quarterbacks because 19 of the last 23 have been quarterbacks. But that's the other one, the Lamar Jackson outlier, that you need to be a team that's in the expanded playoff. And let, let's dive into it. Um, yes, mm-hmm. we start with quarterbacks. That, that's where we go. I, I I get the sense that there maybe this is how it is every year, and I'm just in the moment. But maybe it's a transfer portal, um, the extra year with COVID. Like we've gotten to know a lot of these quarterbacks, like experienced guys. Like Hartman's been a story this week because now he's six on the odds board for the Heisman at, over at Notre Dame. But a non QB, good luck. I hear chatter about, oh, take a shot in the dark at Harrison at 30-1. to I don't see it, Ed. There are too many good Mm. quarterbacks here. Between Williams, Daniels, Ewers, Travis, Klubnick, Hartman, Penix. By the way, haven't even gotten to Drake Drake May on the odds board. And many view him as going into the season as, as the guy that's going to be the number two pick after Caleb Williams. It is funny because when I think of Drake May, I don't necessarily think of him as a Heisman contender, but I do think of him as someone who could supplant Caleb Williams as the number one, one, number one overall NFL draft pick. When we had that conversation mm. way back when, uh, you know, Caleb Williams, you know, some insanely short odds to be number one in the 2024 NFL draft. And I'm like, Drake May could get that spot. Now, he would have to put together a rather impressive campaign to do it, but at least the ceiling is high enough where it could happen. And so I figured, okay, he's a great example of why I can't bet on Caleb Williams for number one overall, at least right now. Now, he might prove me wrong, and then fine. But those were insanely short odds where probabilities just didn't work out for me as far as that goes. And so, yeah, Drake May is definitely someone to consider. Uh, highest ticket percentage is going to Marvin Harrison, by the way, at more than 10%, followed by Caleb Williams and then Joe Milton. And, yeah, it is ridiculous because you can't just take random flyers on wide receivers. There are too many of them. Like, never mind that quarterback almost always wins this award there are more wide receivers out there than quarterbacks and you have mouths to feed at particular teams, all that stuff. Like for a wide receiver, first off, you know, Devonte Smith was the only one out of Alabama and you needed, I believe a Jalen Waddle injury for Smith to be taken seriously because he had to be the guy and he turned out to be the guy. But uh-huh. when you're say part of a program with several great wide receivers, then what does that mean? 
you're, you're not going to stand out nearly as much, but the quarterback is always going to stand out because you don't have two of them on the field at the same time. So there is that element to the game of football, I suppose. So in the preseason, for me, it starts and ends at the quarterback position. I just cannot look at anybody else. And mm-hmm. I get that people want to take some flyers and things like that. I, am, I would be more convinced with a running back. Now, there aren't any I like right now, but I would be more convinced to take a running back flyer right now just because it's a lot easier to see how one of them could stand out and lead an offense like a Bijan Robinson last year. That to me makes more sense because you knew sure. he was going to be the focal point of that Texas offense. There might be other running backs who make sense there. That position is something I would consider, but wide receiver, absolutely not. Does it have to be an SEC running back? I mean, we have seen in recent memory Henry win, Ingram win. Uh, those four times in the last 23 years when it has not been a quarterback, three of the times it has been a running back. Uh, so, yeah, and, geez, if you look at running back. And the other point about Harrison is the other reason that it is so difficult. Somebody's throwing those passes to the great wide receivers. That's the other part. So, yeah, that, that's what makes it so challenging. You have to be disrespected um, and, like Mac Jones to get that kind of yes, opportunity for a wide yes. receiver. And he was. And he, was. And he, he still and, is. It, yeah, well, not by his team. They're getting rid of every other quarterback. But um, it's it's interesting because on, on the flyer front, there it is somewhat fresh in people's minds that long shots have won this award. And it's true. I'm just not with it. Not this year, not on this board. Now, the Devontae Smith one, what had to happen? Everybody thought it was going to be Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields all year. All year. And they just didn't have the numbers uh, to, st- to stack up at the end. That year, Devontae was 50-1 to 1 in week 14. Like, there were two games left in the year, and he was 50-1. to 1. It, was, it was crazy. Then the athletic poll came out, comes out, and the, the number one haywire. Um, it's still in people's minds about Joe Burrow being 200-1 to 1 that summer when he went to LSU. But I agree. Look at the last couple of years. Bryce Young was the favorite going in. Last year, Caleb Williams was the third favorite right behind Stroud and Bryce Young. And that's where I'm looking. And we talked about Florida State, how I'm in on them. And when we look at the top of the odds board, teams that are going to be in the playoff. If you don't think USC is going to the playoff, then you should be betting this market. But the question is, where do you bet it? Because after Caleb Williams, the number starts at 10 to 1 with uh, Jaden Daniels. But I, I, I like Jordan Travis at 12 to 1. And the year that he put up, is he going to back it up? If they can take down LSU on Sunday night, they are going to be in the playoff conversation. You know, the only thing that looks like standing in their way is week four at Clemson. And Klubnik right now is the fifth favorite. Jordan Travis is the fourth favorite. I have a feeling that the winner of that game is going to uh, see their Heisman odds be cut. But I, I do like Travis here at 4-1. to one. These other names at the top of the board, Ed, I'm not buying into them being playoff teams. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, Kate Klubnick is the one with the shortest odds who I like here, uh, in large part Mm -hmm. because I have that Clemson ticket uh, to win the ACC, and I feel like uh, they very much can win a spot or earn a spot in the college football playoffs. So that's partially how I'm basing things. And look, when you're looking at, say, overall school history and how successful programs are, that does matter as far as projecting forward. So Clemson, they've been kind of dormant a little bit over the last couple of years. You know, they had Deshaun Watson and they had Trevor Lawrence, won a couple national championships. Uh, They were looking like, you know, the second best program in college football behind Alabama for a good stretch. And then they started to fade away a little bit. And I wonder if maybe they come back with Cade Klubnick and with new offensive coordinator Garrett Riley. I just feel like the infrastructure is there to where Clemson, other than Florida State, now South Carolina might be interesting, but I don't feel like Clemson has the schedule where they can get tripped up too often. So that certainly Mm -hmm. helps them. It is sort of the Florida State argument. But to me, there are probably other factors you can point to to where if Florida State does win the ACC, get a spot in the college football playoff, you're also looking at a really good defense that has a lot of continuity. And I wonder if that takes anything away from Florida State, from Jordan Travis, just because you're, you're finding all these other factors to point to, whereas there may be certain teams that make the playoff, and it's almost entirely because of the quarterback. I think that's less likely to happen than for, with Florida State than it is with, say, a Clemson. Uh, you know, I, I don't like uh, Quinn Ewers, but if Texas does make a deep run here and make the college football playoff, then it might be because of him. So there is that factor as well. So at, at the top of the board, I start with Klubnik. Is, uh, are there any running backs that stand out? Here's something I, I'm considering. Uh, we talked about the title mm-hmm. contenders yesterday and how on the odds board, which we understand why, because they're back-to-back uh, reigning champs here with the Georgia Bulldogs uh, at plus 220, way ahead of the pack. And, and then you've, you've cl- you have a, a clear top four there. But we haven't seen anybody from Georgia really be in this conversation. I wonder if they're dominant once again, if we're going to see some love for a bulldog uh, to, uh, to be in the mix. I do think that Carson Beck, the quarterback, is very much mm-hmm. in the mix here. I think that one makes a lot of sense. And I think that's in large part because you look at this Georgia offense over the last several years – their passing game has actually been pretty good. It doesn't get a whole lot of attention, but I looked at PFF passing grades for Georgia over the last few years. They were third a season ago, 22nd in 2021. They were 43rd in 2020, but then they were seventh in 2019. So Beck is going into a really good situation, and certainly the talent level is there. So you combine those two things with an elite tight end, and I go, you know what? If anybody's in a better situation, I don't know who it is. I think Carson Beck, you know, if he can prove himself, should definitely be part of the conversation. And and not to mention, like, if Georgia does three-peat, then how do you not yeah. give someone the highest individual honor 
knowing full well that Stetson Bennett never got it, never was really in contention for it. At some point, you have to start to explain these things historically. I haven't heard a lot of it, but to your point a moment ago about the elite tight end, I think people are going to start to talk about Bowers at one point. You know, if he has one crazy game, he'll enter that conversation. Just saying, if you're looking for flyers, he's 60 to 1. Right. J.J. McCarthy out of Michigan because he's going to have some quarterback continuity, uh, much more so than other playoff contenders. He would be the other guy that I would take seriously here. So McCarthy mm-hmm. for sure, Klubnik for sure, and then Carson Beck I would take a flyer on. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we go off the board and one Milwaukee bar offers up a deal that's so convincing, it's getting us to look at plane tickets to Wisconsin. That's right here on the BetQL Network.